Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of October 2nd. The theme of this week is back in business. We have two planets moving direct, and that will push the energy forward. There are three big things I want you to think about this week. First, drum roll. Mercury goes direct today, October 2nd. I am so happy to have this retrograde over. I had so many experiences that were frustrating and delays were caused and all the classic Mercury retrograde things. Mercury went retrograde on September 9th at 9 degrees of Libra and backed it up to 24 Virgo. And so today it stops, it appears to stop in the sky and go direct. And so you may get clarity about things that occurred in the past. And as we move forward and tread over the old ground that already was stomped on, things may be revealed. A lot of people are dealing with betrayal. A big feature of this retrograde is that Mercury stations direct opposite Neptune, the planet of illusions and disillusions. Some big news stories were that Adam Levine was having an affair. He's a singer in the U.S., very famous singer, having an affair with a woman. His wife is pregnant, and she shared text messages, classic Mercury retrograde, about him asking her if he could name his child after the mistress. Very, very disturbing story. Another story that came to light was Nia Long is a famous actress and her boyfriend is a big muckety-muck in sports. I don't pay close attention to sports, so I don't know, basketball or something. And he was caught having an affair with an employee and was asked to leave, well, not asked to leave, told he was put on probation or something. You can Google it if you want to know more. But yeah, so Mercury retrograde in the sign of Libra. Libra rules relationships. Several stories about, you know, finding betrayal in relationships as we get closer to this station to go direct. Another big feature was that Mercury went retrograde opposite Jupiter and Aries. And Jupiter rules royalty, religion, and that sort of thing. The biggest story of this retrograde, which I talked about a couple episodes ago, was the death of the Queen of England. And the chart of her death was just absolutely fascinating and so in line with the astrology. Also, there's a theme about David and Goliath. So the day Mercury stationed to go retrograde, the Ukrainians turned the tide of the war. Mercury, the smallest planet, 
opposite Jupiter, the largest planet, really has a feel of Ukraine versus Russia and this reversal as Mercury went retrograde. So hopefully as Mercury goes direct, they keep the momentum forward to get their homeland back. And in terms of religion, Masha Amini, a young woman in Iran, was killed by the morality police. My understanding is there was some hair coming out of her hijab. And so she got arrested and was beaten. And just a horrific story about, you know, women being treated terribly. And Mercury and Libra. Libra is ruled by Venus, and Venus rules fashion and things like that. And it's a religious requirement, the hijab, the headscarf, in order to comply with the rules of the Muslim religion dictated by the leaders in Iran. And on the day she was killed, Mercury was forming the Hammer of Thor with the Saturn-Uranus square. So this event has sparked nationwide protests in Iran. So you can think about the authorities are Saturn, the protesters are Uranus, they're in conflict a square over this precipitating event the murder of this young woman. And it's so interesting because the Sabian symbol for 25 Virgo with the Sabian symbols, we always read one up. So this is the degree that Mercury is stationed to go direct is a flag at half mast in front of a public building. And reading from Linda Hill's book, It's a symbol of accomplishment and achievement coupled with the loss of mourning for someone or something that has died, been completed or abandoned some way. And some of the key words are public tribute and recognition, having the power to sway the masses or authorities, destinies fulfilled, coming together as a community or nation to share loss. So this is the other big story of the Mercury retrograde. I really see it as, you know, the queen dying and the war in Ukraine turning as the beginning. And this is a bookmark as we move towards the end of the retrograde period. So hopefully the people in Iran will be able to bring about big changes with the protests that they are doing. The next thing I want to bring your attention to is that we have a first quarter moon in Capricorn. It will be at nine Capricorn today. The moon is on the fixed star Fossies, which is associated with blindness and poor eyesight. It is one of the most violent stars. It's the eye of the archer. So there's a nature of being cruel and ruthless can be one of the signatures with this or being a person who fights for justice for other people. In our modern day life, we can use this just to have focus, but the sun is on nine Libra, which is conjunct the fixed star diadem, which is a crown star of royalty. So this combination with Fosse's and diadem really makes me think about Meghan Markle, The news is just so vicious and nasty towards her, especially 
at the funeral for the queen. So many stories made her the center of attention when she was just basically doing nothing or holding her husband's hand. I just found it so disturbing. So I wonder if we'll hear some news about her this week or she'll speak out about it or something like that. And this first quarter moon, which the sun is in a square with the moon, is activating her chart. Her natal Mars, the planet of action and cancer, is opposite the moon in Capricorn, and they both are squaring the sun right near her IC. So she has four planets in Libra, right around her Libra IC. That is the lowest point in our chart. It speaks to our home, family, and foundations. And I'm wondering if there'll be a significant news story related to her. Also at this first quarter moon, Venus is forming a hammer of Thor. Venus, the planet of love, beauty, and harmony, is in its home sign of Libra, where it has strength and ease. And you can think about how, you know, women fighting for justice with what I talked about earlier about the protests in Iran. So Venus is the business end and the Saturn Uranus square is at the base. So this can be some relationships are unexpectedly knocked out for people or the person that they're in relationship with or an unexpected lawsuit. Libra is very associated with the law. So keep your eye open for stories about powerful women in the news, especially since Venus is also opposite Jupiter. So a woman coming up against religion, a philosophy, again, something about royalty. It'll be very interesting. Be careful this next week. Watch out for shady business deals with Mercury opposite Neptune and and Venus opposite Jupiter. There can be deception. This really gives me the feeling of like a used car salesperson, you know, talking up a lemon and you find out, yeah, you just got suckered. So keep that in mind as you move through the week. The last thing I want to bring your attention to is that Pluto will station direct on Saturday. And when a planet stations, we can feel the energy five days before or five days after. Pluto has this very primal volcanic force related to it. It rules power. It rules domination, rules corruption, things like that. It buries or brings things to light. It can really eliminate everything, burn away all the excess and strip things down to the studs. It can empower people. It's related to non-negotiable transformations or rebirths. It can be about extremes or obsessions. A lot of times when Pluto is stationing, we can see events like volcano eruptions or other natural disasters like earthquakes. So keep that in mind as we move through this week. So things may come to light. Pluto is at 26 Capricorn. Capricorn is a sign of governments, tradition, authorities, big business. Maybe there'll be stories about businesses cracking down on employees, dragging them back into the office, or more about governments fighting against people who are revolting. We're seeing big stories in 
not just Iran, but also in Russia, where Putin enlisted a draft. I did not get my wish for him to be taken out on the day where I was hoping he would be taken out. He called up 300,000 people for a draft, just a move of desperation as he loses this war. So more stuff can be bubbling up from the shadows. A feature of this transit is that Mercury is in a trine with Pluto most of this week and part of next week. So Mercury, the planet of communication, in a trine with Pluto, the power of obsession and power and also wealth especially wealth that comes up from the earth. So this can be really manifesting energy. They're both in earth signs. You may gain insights. If you've been struggling with knowing how you want to move forward, you may gain some insights this week. It's a great time to build new skills or develop mastery around things. Mercury trying Pluto brings to mind to me the Eight of Pentacles card, how doing hard work will bring results and sticking to your goals will bring results after, you know, diligence. But also we will hear more and more, there will be some ugly stories, hidden things coming to light. So the news may be a bit bonkers this week. On Sunday, the word of the day is decisions. It's a busy day. The moon will enter Capricorn at 12.37 a.m. Pacific time. If you're out at a party, you may notice the vibe shift from being very jovial when the moon was in Sagittarius to more serious when the moon gets into Capricorn. Or maybe this is the time everybody decides they're ready to go home. Mercury will station direct at 24 Virgo at 12.07 a.m. Pacific time. And then we'll have that first quarter moon at 9 Capricorn at 5.14 p.m. Pacific time. First quarter moons are a crisis of action. These are a time when people make decisions. We're in Libra season, so it could be decisions around relationship. And this moon phase is part of a larger story where it started in January. On January 2nd of this year, the sun and moon met at 12 degrees of Capricorn, very close to this activation. And today we have the first quarter moon where you may make decisions or see something come to light or feel a sense of accomplishment around something you started nine months ago. The story will continue at the full moon next summer, July 3rd, when the sun is in Cancer and the moon is in Capricorn, activating about this same point. It will be 11 degrees. And the last quarter moon where the story starts to wrap up and lessons are learned will be April 1st of 2024, when the sun is in Aries and the moon is in Capricorn, back again at 12 degrees. So take time to look back to see what was going on in your life at the beginning of this year, especially if you have planets or points right around this nine degrees of the cardinal signs of Aries, Cancer, Capricorn, or Libra. On Monday, the word of the day is ease. The moon is in Capricorn. There is no major changes or transits I mean, there can be a little bit of sticky situations, but basically there is a smooth flow of energy. 
during this day where you can get stuff done and just focus on your work and and move forward your goals and things you want to accomplish. On Tuesday, the word of the day is vision. The moon enters Aquarius at 3.20 a.m. Pacific time. Aquarius is an air sign and it's future focused. So it's a wonderful opportunity when the moon is in Aquarius to take a step back and view what you're working on from a different perspective or view any conversations that you had with your partner or anyone, any one-on-one conversations where maybe things were left off in a little bit of attention with the moon in Capricorn, now the moon's in Aquarius. You may come up with some innovative solutions to move things forward or ideas. This can be a great day for coming up with ideas. On Wednesday, the word of the day is choices. This is likely to be the most difficult day of the week for some people and the most productive for others. The moon's in Aquarius, a fixed sign. We have to remember not to break down, but to break through when we come up against restrictions. And what will happen very quickly, one after the other, is that the moon will square Uranus and then form a conjunction to Saturn. So there can be little blowups. But there are these beautiful biquintiles forming today where Saturn will be biquintile Athena, the asteroid of strategy, the sun and Uranus will form one, and Venus and the north node will form one. Biquintiles are grace notes. Oh, and the moon will form one as well with Athena. So they're grace notes where you can synthesize the energy differently and come up with great ideas, move things forward. Really, I think there's a beautiful opportunity to move through challenges with ease like a boss. On Thursday, the word of the day is expression. The disseminating moon phase starts at 28 degrees of Aquarius at 2.36 a.m. Pacific time. This is a wonderful opportunity to share what you've learned over this moon cycle, the lunation cycle, or anything else. It's a wonderful time to spread the seeds of your information. Now, the moon will enter Pisces at 5.46 a.m., Pisces is a water sign that's very creative. This is a wonderful time to get quiet and relax. And I really don't push myself when the moon is in Pisces too hard or find ways to express myself in different ways besides words because the water signs are mute. So this could be a wonderful time to think about how you can express yourself in different ways besides verbally. So if anyone is having difficulties, a hug can be helpful or just a smile or just a nod to someone. Think about that. This is the day that Mercury will trine Pluto. Yeah, you could come up with some great ideas for manifestation. On Friday, the word of the day is romance. If you can take this day off, I suggest you do. The moon is in Pisces. The skies are pretty calm. 
This is a wonderful thing to do. And we're in Libra season and it's Friday is Venus's day. This is a great time for a date night or watch a romantic flick or something like that. Really just take it easy. The only big aspect of the day is that the sun is opposite Chiron. So there is a potential for people to have their feelings hurt. They're both at 14 degrees. So the sun at 14 degrees of Libra, Chiron at 14 degrees of Aries. It's also an opportunity for healing. So yeah, this romantic date could bring an opportunity to heal any old wounds. I love that for this day. On Saturday, the word of the day is competition. The moon enters the sign of Aries at 8.56 a.m. Pacific time. I love an Aries moon. It's always a sign of a new start. And this fiery and fun energy is perfect for doing events where there is some friendly competition, like a board game or a tennis match or something like that. Or you can watch sports or do anything. You can compete against yourself in any little ways. I think that's lovely. I always recommend moving your body when the moon is in fire. Now, Pluto will station direct at 26 Capricorn at 2.56 p.m. Pacific time. Hopefully, there won't be any kind of volcanic eruption or anything like that. We shall see what happens. But this week, I mean, it really is mostly smooth sailing. There's not a lot going on in the skies besides that, you know, that big last quarter moon and Pluto going direct. So we'll see what happens. Sometimes, uh, you know, when things should be calm, things erupt unexpectedly. So take good care of yourself. That's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about your experiences. Take great care and I will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 